Good evening, everyone, and you are listening to a dedication to. And I just want to say again, I apologize for how long it's been because it's been a little bit. It's been a little minute. Um, been going through a lot, a lot of things, a lot of changes, um, a lot of um, traumatic experiences. <laughs> A lot of things re-brought up, I mean resurfacing, um, that had to be addressed. You know, just a lot of, a lot of stuff. But, today, of all days, of all days, all days, I wanted to, I've been wanting to make this, uh, I've been wanting to make this for a little while, um, not really sure how to go about it or anything like that don't worry everybody i'm not crying i have allergies right now you'll definitely know what i'm crying because you're gonna hear the little crackle in my voice and stuff like that and the reason why i'm saying that is because this episode is for somebody that is very very well yeah is very very close to my heart um who happened to pass to pass away uh in 2020 so know fuck that year (laughs) but uh yeah it's 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 his episode actually today is his birthday and if you can hear static like i can hear static obviously he's trying to make a presence or something like that because homeboy is really in my space like all i'm hearing is crackling but anyway um (laughs) Uh yeah, this is this is his episode. This is what I'm dedicating to him. Yes, this is a very difficult episode for me because in my mind, um I still try to pretend like he's still here. Um he's just And and I've told everybody this that um because when and within my brain that he was no longer here and I was never gonna be able to talk to him again or text him or or come to North Carolina and just pull up on him or go pick him up and go eat or just bullshit talk or whatever like that. Like that shit really hurt. It really hurt. It still hurts. So I'm trying not to think of it that way. And I'm two minutes, maybe three minutes into the episode and I'm already about to cry. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not going to. Not yet. No. But anyway, um, it, it was, I had to rewire my brain, I guess you could say, in a way. Because I felt like I was losing my mind. Um, so, I um, I guess it's called um, trauma blocking or something like that. I don't know. I have to look up the terminology for it. But um, what I had ended up doing was tricking myself into believing that he was just off at college somewhere or something. And we just haven't talked in a long time because we beefing right now. But we still love each other like dearly 
<laughs> and that's that is the lie that I've been going ahead and going around in my brain with. And yes, I do know how unhealthy that is. I just have a really hard time with grief on people that that were really close to me. Like really, really close to me. And uh I know it affected a lot more people than just me. People that I consider family or is actually family. Uh, It just, it, it, it could really tear you up inside, especially when you were planning on seeing that person. You were actually planning on it. And you didn't make it to the the visit. All of a sudden, you get a text message saying that, you know, he's in a hospital. And going from... Damn, it's just, it's a lot. It went, everything just happened so fast. It honestly did. One moment it was just like, okay, so, you know, he was telling me one day, a couple of days before, about how his chest was hurting and he wanted to go to the doctor. <laughs> All right, cool, whatever. And that's actually what happened um, when we, actually, when we, we were there, um, we did a celebration um, at my mom's in my fiance's dad's house. Uh, and he ended up feeling uh, his chest was hurting or he was having complications breathing. And he was just like, okay, so he went to the doctor. And we wanted to see him before because he was supposed to come right out type of thing. But we had to get on the road. And so we were just like, all right, it's cool. You know, we'll catch up. You know, we should be up there in a couple of weeks anyways or whatever. And we'll just we'll just chill then. And I think we was going to do a pop-up. I think we were going to do a pop-up or something like that. And uh, anyway, he's complaining about his chest hurting. Went to the doctor. And, um, he said, I want to go through the text messages, but I know that I'm just going to get all teary eyed and everything. And this is the only, like his Facebook page is gone. Like all the two that he had are gone. So all I have left is the text messages between me and him. Like I can actually see the messages from him. And from me on Instagram. That's all I have. Um, I want to go back on there and see them. But um, yeah, we were just talking back and forth anyways. We was just talking back and forth. And um, uh, he was saying how uh, he wasn't feeling good. But, you know, he was going to be fine. And I was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. 
you know, I can't wait to see you the next time I come up. And he was like, yeah. And we started talking about my fiance and I. And he was like, yeah, that nigga my brother. Like, yada, yada, this, yada, yada, that. And how much he loved us. And we was, and I was like, we love you too. You know, exchanging words. Loving words, not fighting words. <laughs> but yeah, we were just exchanging words. And um, the day he actually passed away. Um, I was just feeling real eerie and I was on my way to Kroger with my son and I was driving and for some reason that day, my son was actually being real aggy, but like he was also trying to like hover over me and make sure I was good and love on me and stuff like that. And I was confused on why. And I, I know how it sounds, but they really do mean, they be, they really be meaning something when they be like, oh, a mother knows when her child is acting different. Like they might be acting the same or whatever to everybody else, but that mom, she knows, bruh. Cause that day I knew and everybody else was just like, nah, he's straight. And I was like, no, he, he's off. Like something not, mm. but sure enough, um, driving just pulled up to kroger and i get a uh, um inbox message uh from key's fiance and she sent me a picture and let me know that you know basically let me know that it was time um i won't go into details because i'm still struggling on the how everything went down and I have came to a realization that maybe I don't know everything that happened. And just maybe the people that I am so very angry about, I mean, towards, that maybe things were going differently in their mindset. And they were grieving too. So I am, I have been trying and choosing to, to just... Not address that energy, not address that, that negativity or anything like that. Like I already did that. I already went through it and everything. I just choose now not to go down that rabbit hole. Cause trust me, I am pissed. But anyway, so she's telling me that it's time basically. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so are you sure? Because, cause she sent me a picture of him and I still have the picture. And I was like, but it looks like he's awake. Like, he, he looked like he's awake. He looks like I, I, I would understand a coma or, you know, but it looks like he's awake. And she said uh, how um, he went to grab for her and everything. So, I mean, to me, in my mind, I'm like... That means that, like, there's hope. There's something. But I guess the cancer was too bad. And it was just getting, I guess, getting worse. And things were shutting down. And they decided to pull the plug. So, you know, stuff like that happens. And... 
and I don't know it just it hurts cause I can still hear his voice in my mind like I can I can literally hear his voice his laugh And today he would have been 26. So, like, that's a big fucking year. At least to me. <laughs> it just sucks. Because he was always the life of the party. He made every situation, at least for me, a little bit better. I can always go to him. <laughs> And we had, like, an inside jokes type of thing. Like, you know, um, our little so-called therapy hugs or whatever. <laughs> like, if we feel in some type of way or whatever the case may be about somebody else or whatever, um, we would go to each other and give each other a hug. That's honestly how we greeted each other a lot. We would give each other long-ass hugs. Because we really missed each other. <laughs> like, that was my brother. I... Like, deadass, he lived with us and everything. Like, there was a point in time where um, he was living with his peoples. He was he was living with us. Actually, it was shortly after I had I had met him. Um, it was in 2012. It was shortly after I met him. And he just started staying with us. And he became part of our family. And I was straight up cool with it. I was, I was like, all right, that's what's up. You know, we, we kicked it. We talked. Um, I was one of the first people that, that he told about his firstborn and the, his second born. I mean, like I, I was, he was a big part of my life. My, she's, he died in 2020. And I've known him since when I got out of high Not when I, like, right after high school or something like that. But I've known him since 2012. So, it's it was a minute. Like, shit. It was a long time that, like, he, he was there. And I was always that person to let him know when he was fucking up. And, of course, he didn't like that. <laughs> And in his words, I be bullshitting. <laughs> um, I don't know. As you can tell, it's, it's kind of a sore spot. It's a really big sore spot. And I only talk to, to people that are close to me about this situation. And the fact that this is going public is kind of, like, nerve-wracking, too. But that was my fucking brother. Like, it's hard to wrap your mind about around a family member really passing that you had gotten so used to being around you, you know? And it, I know this sounds selfish and messed up, but in a way, it's almost like, damn, 
Like, I could have avoided all this heartache if I never even met you. But then again, like, I had so much fun around him. Like, all the freaking time. All the time. Like, even when we was having those moments where we was just, like, we was venting to each other. Because we vent to... Sorry for that commercial break. <laughs> I apologize about that. Um, my sister called. Anyway. Um, so, I... What was I saying? Um, me and him used to vent to each other a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And, um... Even then, we would have a good time. There was always laughs and everything. Um, he was very, very, very vocal about how he felt on every and anything. And he was just mad funny. He was just hella funny. That's my dude. And, um, he was extremely passionate about any and everything that he was doing. Um, he was extremely passionate with how he loved people or brung people in. Um, like, whatever status you were on, that's, like, he put passion behind that shit. Like, if that was your, that was his, um, one of his best friends, like, that's how, that passionate love of best friend, that's what you got. The girlfriend, same thing. Um, even passionate with how he hated a person. Like, for real, for real. And he was extremely loyal to my brother. Like, extremely loyal. At least from what I know. I know there's things that I don't know about him or, or anything like that. There's stories of how everybody else sees everybody. But um, the Keith I know, he was extremely loyal. Ugh. <sighs> He let let you know exactly how you felt at all times. He wasn't scared of anybody. <laughs> he made sure you knew that. He ain't scared of nobody. Uh, he seriously was elected to a party. Uh, he just... He was just that kid that everybody needed to know in their life. I really honestly feel like that. Like everybody should have known him. He should have been somebody big. I don't know. Maybe he would have lasted longer. You know, because he was he was just that great of a person. At least to me, like for real. And I wish I could like sit here and and seriously like talk to him. plan his birthday talk about how lit we was gonna get what we were gonna do who we was gonna hang out with talk about um fucking new year's that's coming up how big the party is gonna be who's gonna show up this day and the third talk about his jobs and i mean this dude went through jobs and i cheered him on through every single one of them I don't even know how he lost half of them, but yeah. 
and um i was proud of him and a whole bunch of different milestones i remember this one post that i had posted for him after he told me that he had got him a house and i i guess i was a little too excited a little bit too proud i posted out shit on uh, facebook i was like yeah my brother got this house and i'm so proud of him he's been grinding he's been doing this that and the third and he's finally he, he's doing the shit and he quickly was like, yo, take that shit down. <laughs> take it down. Take it down. I was like, why? And he was just like, because I don't need everybody to know that shit just yet. You know, I'm just, but I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you're proud of me. And I was like, for, for real? Like, bro, of course I would be. Like, I'm happy as hell. I'm proud that you got something. You know? I had to take a little drink because I was getting a little, you know, dry mouth. But anyway, um, and another funny story, well, a funny story that he loved to tell everybody and to the point where he told my parents this one day and I was like, bro, like, There's no reason for you to say nothing. And he'll go, man, Diamond, we grown now. I mean, like, I mean, it already happened. <laughs> but uh, his favorite story to tell everybody was this one time where I am, if you've lived in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I lived on uh, Cliffdale. I lived off Cliffdale. I was all the way in Spring Lake and I had like 15, 20 minutes to make it home. And I knew if I did not make it home, I would, um, I was going to get locked out and I was, you know, going to get a whole bunch of trouble this down under whatever, whatever. So I call up my, <laughs> my brother Keith and I was like, yo. I need you to come get me. I need you to come get me right now. Because if you don't, mom's just going to lock me out. He's like, all right, say this. So this dude makes it there in no time. I don't even know how much time passed. I just know by the time I, I, I got in that car, I only had 10 minutes to make it there. We made it there in seven. Now, mind you, <laughs> we all the way in Spring Lake. I live all the way on Cliff, off Cliffdale. My dude, like, uh, we could have, we could have got a wreck. We could have gotten a ticket. Man, fuck the ticket. We probably would have went to jail. We went to jail that night as fast as he was going. And I was with the shit. So I was just like, yo, just get me there, bro. I just need, we just need to make it there. And sure enough, we made it. My brother made it all the way there in no time. Made sure I got it out. <laughs> It didn't get locked out, but that's that's how much he used to ride for me, and I would man. There's been times where I picked his ass up when nobody else would, nobody else would in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day or whatever the case may be, and he'd just be like, "Oh, I just need you to drive me here. I just need you to drive me here and there and there and there." Like, especially if I had to whip. We had a lot of good times. 
a lot. We had a lot of sad times. Well, not a lot of sad times. We had some sad times. There's only one time that I really regret that I missed. Was the passing of his mom. Like, that shit, that really, that really, really hurt him. Like, really, really hurt him. To the point where, like, when the dust has settled and everything, um, when we were, my family was out of their little situation and I was able to come back to uh, Fayetteville, we had a little talk about it. Let's just say he was, he was upset about it. He was really upset. He was hurt. And he didn't know how to, to go about that shit. And I didn't even lie to him. I said, I don't, I don't know how, like, usually people would say, you know, I know how you feel or, or I feel you or something like that. But honestly, my, I, I don't. So all I can do right now is either hold your hand, give you a hug. I can be there. And he was straight with that. <laughs> Especially since we uh we got elevated. <laughs> we got we we were definitely lifted and we were definitely drunk. Like all three of us. Me, my fiance and him. Um, I'm sorry I'm silent right now um, it's just it's seriously just like wow what the hell like he's, he's seriously not here And all the ways that I thought homie would have went out. <laughs> like cancer? For real? And I'm not gonna lie. He even told me. um, But. Like, I thought he was bullshitting. Or just emotional or upset. And I went to go pick him up. The last New Year's that I spent with him. And he was really upset. He was mad because him and, and his uh his fiance was into it. And he went over and was like, Man, I don't wanna be dealing with all this. I just wanna be happy. I want us to be happy. And I ain't even got too long. Like I already know. The doctors already said that I only got a few months. Like I'm not gonna make it. And I got really pissed at him. Like, really pissed at him. And I was just like, bruh, don't even say some shit like that. Like, that shit's not gonna happen. You gonna be here. You know, you gonna beat this shit. And you gonna be straight. Like, come on, bruh. Like, I got really mad. And I'm like, he got the mommy tone. <laughs> like, I was really bad. I just really wish he didn't have to go so soon.
Like, seriously, I really, really wish she didn't have to go so soon. And it doesn't matter how much I sit here and be like, damn, it's not fair. Damn, this shit's not right. But at the end of the day, it wasn't my decision. And shit, for all I know, he's probably happy as hell right now. He get to party it up with his mama. <laughs> you probably having a good ass time. <laughs> you know the true definition of getting lit. Because you can't get higher than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so I have a really bad sense of humor. Sorry, you guys, if you're listening to this and you know who I'm talking about. I I really don't mean to be offensive. I, I have a really bad sense of humor. Anyway, um, on to the next thing. I really, 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 really want to give a shout out to his fiance because homegirl, she rolled with him all the way to the end like that that was her her man that was her man and i appreciate her i really do i just wanted to say that because he was freaking crazy about her (laughs) he was freaking crazy about her like i said he he was passionate Even with um his baby mama. He was passionate about her. He was passionate about the way he loved her and he was passionate about the way he hated her. At the end of the day they had kids together and he wanted he wanted to to make that shit work. Whether they were together or they were apart. And of course, I wanted like I wanted to have other people on here, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a part two of this where I can have somebody else, you know, other people throw in their dedications to him and you know memories with him and whatnot. I just thought I kicked the ball off, I guess. <laughs> and. I'm trying not to cry, y'all. I really am. It's hard. Because, like I said, it's just still stings really, really, really deeply to this day. And I can still feel the feeling that I was feeling when I got the news. And I couldn't see him. Nobody in my family could see him. And I went through some serious fucking lengths to to be able to, to get some type of update. To know what was going on. To try to figure out if I could see him. Shit, my fiance did too. <laughs> Got his ass kicked out of the hospital. He was a big part. And now I gotta figure out, well, we've been figuring out 
a family. Been trying to figure out what it's like with his absence. Because family gatherings aren't even the same without him. They're really not. It's like you can feel the emptiness. Or you know that somebody is supposed to be there. And they're not. It's... just fucking sucks just fucking sucks (laughs) like homeboy could have just waited until we were like old as hell like I don't know 70 80 or something like that and didn't decide (laughs) (laughs) not 25 This short. And I know I sound selfish. And I know for a fact he was in pain. Which makes me feel like, well, damn. I mean, of course she would want to go and not be in pain. First, you wanted to go back to whom you felt <laughs> like other than us, who was family, his mom's. Like, of course, you'd be excited to reunite. Just wish none of that shit would have happened. None of it. Because to me, homie didn't deserve it. Not the whole thing. Not even the way it ended. Shit crazy. But, uh... Yeah, I guess I'll get to the part where I, um... Do a dedication, right? So, I will, um, I did the song that I wanted to dedicate to him, which is just a song that I think of all this. I mean, whenever I'm listening to this, this particular album anyways, by J. Cole, um, it makes me sad. It makes me think about him. Cause shit, that's what we used to listen to, and uh, of course we used to listen to uh, Amigos, which I'll play part of that song too. That reminds me of him, and I'm pretty sure that'll make y'all laugh. But um, before that, I wanted to play this clip that uh, <laughs> that of course uh, just that was Keith, you know. 
and he was about it. So, yeah. Here y'all go. Sit. My nigga Vic, sit. 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 Don't show me. Oh, look at Diamond. That was him being silly as usual. Um, and I guess now to the songs. Very sad songs. <laughs> this is the song. And if you're looking for uh, the artist, anybody that's listening to this, um, the artist is J. Cole and his album is For Your Eyes Only. So, yeah. Again, this is just stuff that reminds me of him. Um, it might be sad stuff. It might be funny stuff. But it's just the stuff that makes me think of him sometimes. You know? And I even go as far as not listening to this stuff sometimes. Because, yes, I still, like I said, it still hurts. That shit still stings. It still gets to me. So. But anyway, if anybody has ever heard this song, for some reason, my brother Keith used to play this this song all the time around me. A lot. Like, a lot. And to the point where, yes, I will listen to this song and start bawling, crying. 
And it's not even a sad song. It's not. Like, at all. Um, But it was played so much around me with him that whenever I listen to it, it reminds me of him being actually, like, here, here. And I would seriously get really, really freaking sad. And start crying. But hopefully, you know, you don't hear me cry on this. So you don't have to worry about it. But, uh, yeah. So, here y'all go. Um, it's by the Migos. Um, and the album is Rich Nigga Timeline. Or even this song. Hold on. some weird stuff and honestly this time this just one time it did not make me cry i actually started dancing like him because everybody will a lot of people know how he is i don't know why he always does this move too where he'll he'll stick out his bottom lip and he'll just start jigging with 
or moving in shoulders and everything like that and be like, bruh, why you dance like somebody uncle? But low key, he already was somebody uncle and whatnot. So like, yeah. But um, yeah. So I'm ending it off here. I want to say I love you, bruh. Always will. You forever in my heart. And I'm still going to pretend like your ass is um is in college. And we beefing at the moment. We just haven't talked in a while. Because that just feels a lot better than knowing the truth. So, uh, yeah. Just know that I love you. If you one day, I don't know, from beyond the grave or something like that can hear this. Mm. <laughs> And for those that are still missing him, I hope you hear this. I hope, you know, this makes you feel something. And feel free to, like, reach out to me and whatnot. Um, If you want to send in recordings or something like that, then more than uh, welcome to do so. And post it on here. There will be the part two. um, Because... We always lit. <laughs> we stay lit. Because <laughs> it's sad. But. Anyway. I'm out. Y'all stay blessed. Stay good. Love y'all.